The Night On, Alpha's back at pot form. Vivian Clover LeJoie. I don't want to live another moment on this earth with this crazy creature in my house. Casey Robertson. Can't be all right. And Cody Fake. I feel nothing. Uh, I have no connection with it whatsoever, and I just have to deal with that. With me, Byron Hussey. And my favorite pony is Applejack. Okay. It's Alf time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Alpha's Beck and Pod Forum, episode number 46. You ain't nothing but a hound, dog. That's the traditional way to pronounce that. My name is Byron Hussey, and I'm joined today by, uh, really, I think an all-star panel. Like, everybody's famous and interesting in a different way. And the (laughs) first of those is the great, at Cool Guy Zone, Cody Fag. Holler. What's up? And the next is um, the great um perfect strangers blogger who has appeared on one other podcast to talk about perfect strangers but you did an elf too right casey no this is, is my first, first elf my first elf the very exciting the great uh casey robertson Ooh, breaking your elf cherry Ew. <laughs> i have to get a new cushion for this chair yeah or at least like a pad um and last but not certainly not least, uh, the great yes, uh, Vivian Clover Lejoie. Hi. Also known as Dr. Airlines. Yeah. Woo. Hi. Professor Airplanes, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and um, that's that's the crew. Yeah. Uh, how's everybody doing? I'm good. I got no sleep. That's having good. a beautiful morning. The birds this are chirping. Time. Just yeah. watched Elf, so I'm in a horrible mood. Oh, yeah. I watched <laughs> it at like. Point one point twenty five speed, so I watched it fast. I thought this was a good episode. Uh, I had a, I got a few chuckles, which I'll highlight I got for some, you. I got some too. I really appreciate uh, Anne Ramsey, Mama Fratelli, throw Mama from the train. Yeah, uh, she was at death door. She was her cancer came back in nineteen eighty eight. That's when this was filmed. Uh, this was one of her last roles, and yeah, she she, 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 she sticks died it out in. August. Um, August of 1988, and this was aired in February of the same year. So, shortly before her death, this is yeah sort of sort of like a, a black mark on her soul as oh she yeah des- descended into hell. Um, so you're saying this kept her out of heaven? <laughs> that's that's the implication. Yeah. Um, just full disclosure, I'm I, I feel like I'm still having some microphone uh, volume issues, so I might kind of go in and out during this podcast and i've I've really done my full due diligence on it and, and i'm not sure how to fix it so just just bear with bear with they me. all came to hear me byron it's all right yeah you guys all sound great okay good thank you so i just i have a plug at the top of the show i did a um an unboxing video on youtube uh did you guys watch that i, I have not it. watched it yet you what have to p- post it again but what did you unbox how, how is this even a question? This is like all over the internet. It was elf cards. Yeah, I unboxed. Oh, I un- yeah. unboxed four packs. Of but I, I heard it was very explicit, and tops. I'm a member of the No Cuss Club, so I couldn't watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just did that just in case because I like I know YouTube can be pretty uh, persnickety 
about taking videos down, but I think I probably barred like most people from watching it. Because you'll like <laughs> click it on your your mobile device and it'll say you have to log in, um, and nobody wants to do that. Um, yeah. So did that gum just instantly turn to powder in your mouth? Yeah, it was wow. a uh, it was a nightmare. Did you get yeah. that on camera? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to watch it's, it. It's pretty much like if you imagine going to like there like somebody's doing renovations on like an old property if you just like fish something out of a one of the dumpsters and put it in your mouth wow so you're I, not you're not actually having microphone problems you you just have been poisoned by the elf gum yeah <laughs> maybe it's the worst kind of gum you can get yeah i i i'm fascinated with getting vintage like food stuff or like products like there's a certain type of soap that's not made anymore that i want to buy a bottle from yeah yeah so let me, uh, the video is, um, oh, it's got 96 views. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you can find it at um, youtube.com slash watch, question mark, V equals M-N-V-X-B-W-X-R-C-L-0. Did you guys get that? Uh, one more time. Just look up, uh, <laughs> I think I'm on uh, Birotube. Just Biro Google Birotube. So you guys want to get into the uh, ALF here? Yeah. Get into it. Okay. Uh, All the so way. I, I looked this up. This is, uh, um, this was, uh, aired, uh, February 29th, 1988 season two, episode 20. Yep. So can anybody tell me what's significant about February 29th? Uh, that's, that's, a, is that a leap year? It's a leap yeah. day. Correct. This yeah, aired that's... on Sadie Hawkins day in 1988. Uh, this is the day when it's okay for women to ask men on dates. When the, and the rest of the year, we just, we beat them up for doing it, right? <laughs> I think they're, yeah, I think they're actually imprisoned. Yeah. <laughs> Much I'm like barred from that because I only ask women on dates. Well. But you uh, are a woman, so. Yeah. Loophole. Sounds sounds like you're exploiting some sort of loophole there. I am. I am. I, they, they, the, the police have been trying to get me for years. Sounds like you're living some kind of C.D. Hawkins lifetime. Yeah. C.D. Hawkins from the sound of it. <laughs> C.D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, li you're living a really seedy. I'm a sketchy homosexual. Alternative lifestyle choice. Uh, yeah. Sorry, this is getting uh, too political. Yeah, we gotta stop. Let's talk about Alf. Yeah, so you're right. This is the uh, 46th episode, 20th episode of the second season. Um, and it is named for a song called Hound Dog. Does anybody have any associations with the, the song Hound Dog? Uh, I sort of do in that I... I've heard Tiny Tim's cover of it. He sung it in many live shows. Yeah, but certainly the most famous version. It is. It is the most famous version. Uh, Cody, do you have any thoughts about Hound Dog? Uh, the song or, or yeah. this episode? This, the song itself, it means nothing to me. You know, I hate Elvis. I hate um, it like like much of Alf and honestly this entire episode. It, yeah. I feel nothing. Uh, I have no connection with it whatsoever and I just have to deal with that. It's actually not a an Elvis song originally. It was recorded by um, Willie Mae Big Mama Thornton originally in 1952, which is actually the year of my mother's birth. So yeah, too. Take that, take that as you will. Um, and it was famously re-recorded by um, Elvis. Tiny Tim. And um, Tiny Tim never recorded Tiny, a studio version. Hound Dog was actually recorded. More than 250 times. And the wow. best-known version was recorded in 1956 by Took Elvis. Took him that many times by, to get it right? By Elvis yeah. Parsley. 
Elvis Presley. Uh, fun fact, my wife is actually a big uh, Elvis fan. Sorry to hear that. Um, so do you guys want to hear like uh, th- a couple of seconds of Hound Dog? Maybe like three seconds. Hold on a sec. Like four seconds, 4.5. Just a wee bit. You ain't nothing but a Okay, that's enough. Yeah, um, that was that was that was more than enough. You guys heard that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, it was alright. Sure, I've heard it before. Um. Okay, so the episode opens with Alf trimming some hedges, which is apparently a punishment for breaking the chimney. A me- the one measly chimney, and I thought to myself, he's worse than I thought. Um, broke- how did he do that? Casey, <clears throat> any ideas for how Alf broke the chimney? Oh, he he farted up the, you know, up the fireplace. I'm sure. Is that like a like a cannon thing that like Mel Mackian? Well, have... that obviously it had the force of that. Right. Oh no, you you meant okay. No, I yeah, because Alf didn't go on the roof, because uh, like. Unless this is a callback from when he crashed into the house when he first came in, and he actually knocked down the chimney, but you didn't see that. Cause it was that bad would be a, a very delayed punishment. Yeah, but, you, you know, Willie, crack, you know. I'm, I'm going to imagine here that perhaps Alf, uh, you know, as a, as a Christmas present to the Tanners, dressed up a hobo in a Santa suit and stuffed him in the chimney. Mm-hmm. And the that, that broke it. And... Since it's February now, they've only started no- to notice the uh, the smell of the decomposition. And the yeah, hobo is starting to Willie, fall. Willie, yeah. when Willie saw it was a hobo, he was upset that he didn't get to root with him. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that slang. It's an Aussie slang. <laughs> it's too bad. Too bad James isn't here. He would, he would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, think a, a chimney on our house, it was like a brick you know, like a brick and mortar chimney mm-hmm. and a tree, a tree branch hit it and knocked it over onto the roof. And it felt like an earthquake, you know, like all the bricks hitting the ceiling. Oh, you're That's making scary. a text to self connection. Yeah. It really happened. <laughs> Alf was not involved. Um, you're making a, a text to self connection. Were you punished for breaking the chimney? It was my neighbors for not trimming their trees. Did, you guys Did your neighbors maybe... get punished? Court. I don't really <laughs> Can you uh, call your parents? Uh, I'm not going to do that. No. Can we have a live chat with them? Okay. Yes, can I phone a friend, please? Can I ask them if they watched Alf? Can uh, Casey call your parents? Call my parents whenever you want. Okay. He can leave three voicemails. So Bri- here comes Brian, uh, and he's wearing a Brian shirt, which is not the not the first time he's worn like a, a monogrammed, personalized yeah. piece of wardrobe. Yeah, B. Uh, did any of you have uh, cl- clothing with your name on it growing up? Uh, no, uh, I did have one when we went to Disneyland in like 2000. Uh, it had my name on it, written on it, but so, I never wore so that the, hat. So the answer is yes. Yes, but I never <laughs> wore it. Irrelevant. Uh, Casey. My parents raised me nude. Whoa. Whoa. Well, he was raised in Meepos, so. <laughs> Were you raised in the... Uh... Like the Branch Davidian compound or something, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, um, but actually, I, did, he I didn't. He went to summer camp at Jonestown. Yeah, yeah. 
my name was branded onto my chest. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys know what they drank in Jonestown? Jones soda. Kool Aid. No, it's actually Flavor Aid. Right, the flavor is the generic. They, they're trying right. to save money. Right. Yeah. It's a lot cheaper. Very ghetto. Um. So there's a dog. Here comes the dog. His name. What's the dog's name? Well, you hear multiple names. Uh, a Francesca, right? That's Francesca the dog's real is name. The true name, and yeah. Brian, in all his creative wisdom, named the dog Alfina. Alfina, and the dog could be rabbit or sick. This could be an old yeller type dog. He he just brings the dog home and is already playing fetch with it. Did you guys notice how like they're always leading the dog around? Like, yeah. It's clearly like a very well trained like show business dog. Oh yeah. Well, you meet sh- the the stray dogs that I meet are all showbiz dogs. So mm-hmm. that's how we do stray. it here in New York. I, I think he escaped. He was in a new, unfamiliar neighborhood and just got loose. Yeah, he got loose. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people bring like dog actors into their into their neighborhood. Do you guys think this was the same dog from uh, Mar- Married with Children? You know, it looks similar to the dog, but that dog was a boy. Doesn't matter. We didn't see the vagina on That's the show. That's true. That was, uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Buck Bundy, right? I don't know. Yeah, his name was Buck. I mm-hmm. feel like we, we missed the scene where the gender was determined. Like, yeah, that, no, <laughs> I would like to see, happen. like... Willie lift the tail like, oh my! Is, you can see that's that's a clearly a vagina. This is a female dog. Be, I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna teach you anatomy. I'm dog. It's time we talk about the the birds and the the bees. <laughs> yeah, no, he just comes in and already knows it's a lady dog. No, I think I I feel like he didn't mention the gender in the first scene. I think he did. I I, I'm I do say gender is in like sort of the socio political role and not the uh, the, the actual biological sex. Like they feel like mm-hmm. the gender is clearly female. Mm-hmm. The dog plays a female role. It's a female dog. Yeah. Yeah, he's he brought a bitch home. Um, uh, Cody, do you have any opinions about uh, gender politics as it relates to dogs? Uh, you know, uh, to me, honestly. If a dog wants to be on Married with Children, or if a dog wants to be on Alf, that is that dog's business. And well, I call that progress. Yep. Looking forward yeah. to a new day. So Alf plays fetch with the dog, and immediately breaks the Akmonic's window. Would yeah, that yeah. little stick really be able to break a window? Or is Alf no, but really the stick strong? didn't look very. He- I mean, it was. Sort of thick, but it, it really didn't look very big. But he broke yeah. the window because their window is made of, like, like uh, stained glass or something. Yeah. Uh, Casey, do you, do you think the stick had uh, sufficient um, length and girth to be able to break a window? I, I'm far more concerned with the fact that the dog did not go chasing after it. Yeah, that was a little fucked up. Well, remember, yeah. the dog does, like, tricks in weird order, so. That wasn't yeah, but I mean, what, what dog doesn't want a stick of that length and girth? Yeah, really. that's true. Uh, so Willie walks in and just says hi, and I thought that was funny—the way he said it. Yeah, like he—he's been through this. So yeah, I thought the—I thought there was comedic timing there. I laughed. Yeah. Well, he acts like he's embarrassed for like catching Alf outside <laughs> somehow. I don't know. No, they don't care that Alf's outside. You know, the the people can see him, but you know, if he breaks something, he's just get... getting ready to launch into you know another bad Alf situation here. 
Yeah. Um, Akmanic, I mean, uh, Trevor comes by and he's, so he traditionally seems to ask for $20 for a broken window, which seems low, but then he asks for 80 to put in plexiglass. Would that really be uh, that much more expensive? I mean, I don't know about 1987 know prices, about but <laughs> these days, no. Plexiglass and is like the janky cheap option, no? Yeah, and Willie explains what happened by jerking around awkwardly. He could have just said that, oh, we were playing fetch with the dog and broke the window. I'm sorry, but he gyrated weirdly instead. To be fair, it doesn't doesn't seem like uh, Trevor's all that interested. In no, he doesn't care. Just, right. Another he just window. Wants the cash. Another yeah. window out the out the window. Yeah. Uh, so we get the credits, and um, then there's a a pretty funny scene where Alf is um, kind of feeling around trying to steal a raw steak. Raw from the table. steak. So yeah, Amel Macian is able to eat raw meat. Probably. Casey? Oh, no, I, I guess I, you know, I, I don't cook steak, but I do cook other things. I, so just a question for the rest of you. Do you just have a, a pile of raw steak sitting on a plate on no. the table before no, you... That would, be, that would be weird. Okay. Now, you should, prior to grilling or uh, pan searing a steak, you should let it warm up to room temperature. Yeah. Maybe not, uh, like, on the middle of the kitchen table. Maybe No, like no, on the no. That's where people eat, so you want to keep yeah. your raw you know the uh your contaminants away from the dining area yeah like on a, on a counter by the sink maybe um mm -hmm. but apparently the, the so kate accuses elf of stealing and eating a steak already even though he's you know the dog did it um elf is punished for this um uh, Kate basically says he doesn't doesn't get to have any dinner, um, and then Elf claims to have eaten a pumpkin between lunch and that moment. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, pumpkin's a funny word. I mean, you you can't you can't lose. Yeah, oh yeah, it's like pudding. It's just funny. Do you think that's how they wrote that scene? They have like a list of funny words, like. I think they probably had pineapple on standby. <laughs> They may have had kumquat on standby. <laughs> Pineapple. I, th I, I think the funny. script just said pumpkin, and uh, Anne Shadeen and Paul Fusco just riffed on it. Yeah. Maybe. Why would um, they have a pumpkin in February? Uh, it, they left it there from Halloween. It's rotting. I actually still have some pumpkins on my porch, so this proves me wrong. But, like, I'm in New England. They're in California. Like, the, the pumpkins I have on my porch have been, like, frozen for... Mm -hmm. Two months, so I don't think they would still have a pumpkin around for some Halloween. It was written in October. Is probably yeah. how that worked out, and they just like looked over. Oh, a pumpkin! That's kind of funny. That's yeah. big. That would be a silly thing to eat. That's how I sort of always thought about like the Smashing Pumpkins. They probably came up with their name around October. Yeah, like, they could have. Sort of like forgetting that like pumpkins become sort of weirdly passe as soon as um, Halloween ends. Yeah, it's just like I have no window. no patience for pumpkins outside of the month of October. No patience. No, I guess no. I, I use a pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving, but like by then it's already a puree. Yeah, that's it's it's done. It's it's dead. 
You guys don't put seem it in to the can. Like... Put it in the cabinet. Yeah, I, like I feel like you guys aren't really like reacting very well to this pumpkin line of inquiry. So I'm just gonna move on. I um, I made well, a joke I mean, about the pumpkin already. I'm I'm well, ready to move it's on. It's December. We're yeah. over pumpkins. Yeah. If this um, was October, I'd have a lot more to say about pumpkins. So the dog, um, the funny thing about the dog is that he does, or she does, the um, the wrong trick for um, what you tell her to do. Yeah, like, speak, she says. Yeah. Like, if you say, speak, she rolls over. If you say, sit, she, um, like, fucks the ottoman. Yeah. That's really hard during that part because I expected her to do the things she was told to do and she did other things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think so there was like a behind the scenes reason for that? Paul Fusco wanted to just mess with people. Well, okay, so here's here's what I th- this isn't behind the scenes, but like those two scenes together make me feel like the episode was leading towards a particular like lesson for Alf. And maybe mm-hmm. I'm more lesson-minded because, you know, I watch Perfect Strangers. But, like, the dog is doing things that Alf does. Like, it eats food that it's not supposed to. It doesn't. It isn't doing the tricks that people are telling it to do. And so yeah. I feel like, you know, like, what they're trying, what they at least tease you with is that Alf needs to learn that he needs to contribute something. Well, I, it's I, just being cute. Well, but the lesson is, oh, feel bad for poor Alf. He's mm-hmm. left out. Well, it does seem sort of like they're setting up an arc um, where basically the Tanners are accepting a certain type of behavior from the dog, but not accepting it from Alf. And that ultimately, maybe it's a lesson for the Tanners in being more like lenient or forgiving of Alf for his his quirks, but it doesn't really go that way. Uh, Yeah, it should be your like... You can talk and, you know, you, you can make decisions, like, yeah. based on, you know, the interplay of your id ego and superego, like... Yeah, Alf is a yeah. sentient uh, humanoid entity. Not so, you know, well, that would make a she, the, the acronym would be she there. Sentient human, yeah, she. Another <laughs> another progressive step in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We just, uh, yeah. So this is where the dog's name is revealed to be Alfina. Alfina, what B came up with. Yeah. Yeah, it's very creative, B. And they do call him B in this episode. It's the return think, of yeah, B. Yeah, I think Alf calls him B. Yeah, Alf or Willie calls him B at some point. Um, Cody or Casey, does anybody ever call you C? My dad calls me C. I... Really? Yeah, I don't know uh, why. I've never heard that before. I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you the truth here. Casey, I'm I'm thinking maybe that that I should tell people to call me C because I usually I get called everything else: Stacy, Jason, Tracy, <laughs> Corey. Oh man, it's funny Corey. when a, when a man gets C-note, a girly C-money. name. Corey in the house. Yeah. So Alfina is sort of like the trope of just sort of turning a male name, which I guess Alf is a male name. Yeah. <laughs> Alf Clausen. Turning it female, um, yeah. yeah. I guess it's short for Alfred, um, Alfbert, Alfbert. But uh, it's sort of like the um, when you find like the girl version of your favorite cartoon character. Yeah, like the like, Chipettes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Alvinina, and that's her name, right? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what their names are. Uh, Jeanette isn't isn't one of them. Jeanette, Jeanette is one of them. I know that. 
Wow. Oh, there. Oh, and no one of the Chipette, Chipette's names. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed too. I was, I'm like a little bit. Uh, actually, it's loft pudding. I find. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so right we there. get. So we get the uh, entrance of uh, Ethel Buttonwood, who's played yeah, by I've... Anne, the famous uh, character actress Anne Ramsey. I love Anne Ramsey. I love her too. She yeah. it was. A little hard to her watch well. her. This is hard. This is tough. This is, is really very, tough. I agree. It is very tough because she's very thick here. Yeah, she's, I think she's she, saying, and it's just it's it's a slog, man. Yeah, it, my heart breaks. I, I mean, I I feel like honestly, she she's good, and I I it seems like she's enjoying herself. Yeah, and but she honestly, she sounds um, like she's struggling. But her husband is also in the episode, and you got to think like they had a good time working together and he was probably taking care of her. Wait, was, that, was that her real husband? Yep. Yeah. I didn't she, know that. She brightens up so much when he comes on screen. Like it's yeah. an amazing difference. Yeah. Well, it was real chemistry. Yeah. Um, her, uh, Ethel Buttonwood's boyfriend in the episode is played by Logan Ramsey, mm-hmm. who, um, is, uh, Anne Ramsey's real life husband. Um, he was in the movie Scrooged. And Walking Tall, one and two. And I believe Anne Ramsey was also in Scrooged. Yeah. He actually survived her by um, a good 12 years. So you got to think mm. he probably didn't love her very much, right? Well, you never know. <laughs> well, not after, you know, she she had them go on ALF, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she took him to the ALF set, you know. ALF is only so strong. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I guess, so I guess it's clear that, uh, Ethel Buttonwood was not the true owner of the dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was her motivation? It seemed to be that sort of in hindsight, they cast her motivation as that she was going to take the dog and then sell it back to the true owner. Like that was, it was a scam. Uh, interesting hustle. I don't know that there's a lot of money to be made there. Seems like a lot of effort and not a lot of payout. Well, maybe well, the dog is purebred. She was she was getting she was looking for five hundred bucks. So you got to think it's possible that if the true owners we'll grab up, anything and say I'm looking for five hundred bucks doesn't mean I'm going to get it. Yeah, I mean they might have been able to get she, she might have been able to get like two fifty. Yeah, maybe Talk fifty down bucks. A little bit. Yeah. So it was a pretty good scheme. Like it's like heartless. Yeah. But like. You know, they'd get the dog back. So we, it's like a weird scheme to go from like this family found the dog, so I'm going to take the dog from that family, and yeah, I then don't know. expect too many moving family. parts. Yeah, a lot of a lot of imponderables in that scheme. But bravo for, to the writing staff for you know tackling such a complex topic. Yeah, I mean it's like sort of like an episode of Seinfeld where everything sort of like yeah, ties it's, itself it's together uh, neatly at the end. It's, it's I felt perfect. like I was watching uh, The Wire. Yeah, it's a, a very much like The Wire, like a very like a very like a Mc, like like a McNulty kind of uh, scheme. No, no, more like, like a Stringer Bell kind of kind of scene. And then like McNulty He's is on the uh, wire. Is uh, Willie? <laughs> Willie Tanner. Oh. Um. So, uh, yeah, Anne Ramsey, known for her work in Goonies, Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah, I actually watched a movie uh, with her from about this same time 
recently called Meet the Hollowheads. And like, uh, you know, her voice is was just so slurred that they put very, subtitles on her. Very wow. flurry. That was like that became like a known thing for her later act for her later uh, works that her slurred speech mm -hmm. was like a thing because she had part of her jaw and tongue removed. Oh, and that's why she slurred her speech. Yeah. Yeah. She had throat cancer. Yeah. Which I presume was from smoking, probably. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a shame because, you know, she was probably sort of encouraged encouraged to smoke by the culture she lived in and then she you know perished as a result of that uh that decision um very very sad very sad topic i can't believe you're else. politicizing ann ramsey <laughs> get off your soapbox everybody politicizes ann ramsey it's, it's it's like a big thing these days ow there was actually a point where they put asbestos in um the filters for cigarettes so that was bad too. You get wow. double. Yeah. That's double cancer there. So, um Alf is pretty jealous of the dog. Um and ultimately decides to Oh, wait. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. There was a really good yeah. scene where Alf goes into the uh, Kate and Willie's room in the middle of the night and pretends to be a dog. He brings Willie yeah. the newspaper and he smashes Willie in the face with the newspaper. And Willie makes a funny face. Yeah, and Willie begs for death. Yeah, <laughs> he does, and and Alf acts like a whiny whiner. Please, and, God, take me now. I don't want to live another moment on this earth with this crazy creature in my house. He becomes like uh, like Tony Soprano's mother for the rest of this series. My God, just take me. Take me now. <laughs> so, okay, something interesting to me in, in this scene is that Alf played Camille um, in his high school play. I mean, for one, just the one high school play, I guess. But also mm -hmm. that, you know, Alexander Dumas, like, reached Melmac. Yeah. How is that? How are we well, supposed to understand that? mentioned being in theatrics before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, one-off Melmac jokes that don't uh, make any sense. I'm not yeah. familiar with Camille. Can you uh, fill us in there, Mr. Uh, Casey? Oh, I looked it up on Wikipedia. I had to I had to figure out who Camille was. Um, Is it um, this uh, 1936 film with uh, Greta Garbo? No, it's um. Let me excuse my typing. Um, Camille Theater. Uh, I'm not going to try to say this in French. La Dame aux Camellias. The Lady with the Camellias. Seems yeah, like a it's very um, uh, highbrow joke. It went right over It's a 19th head. century novel. I don't know when they did the play. Everyone was slapping their knee at this at this joke in 87. Yeah. That was a joke oh, yeah. The, uh, it was very big parents. at that point. Yeah. All the parents loved Camille. So you got some jokes for the kids and some jokes for the parents. Yeah. Uh, including some some hot hot and heavy action later in the episode that we can oh yeah into. oh yeah I, I, um it well was... it's three oh, lines under that one pretty good <laughs> yeah. Yeah. uh just backtracking uh after ann ramsey leaves uh somebody i can't remember who says watch out for the dragon lady are they referring to ann or yeah i think that was uh a reference to ann i i couldn't tell unless there's like like a chinese woman this is wait this There's is like a racist. separate separate reptilian monster woman yeah 
Yeah. There's a hybrid walking around in in LA or wherever they are. Okay, so there's a entry in Wikipedia for Dragon Lady, a stereotype of East Asian, occasionally South Asian woman, as strong, deceitful, domineering, and mysterious. So it's a, it was oh, no. like a racist joke. They were like, "She's so mean. She's practically Chinese." Yeah, oh, no. and Ramsey was not Asian, so they just thought like she right. acted like a an Asian in a bad way. <laughs> I don't understand that, but it's what they thought, uh, you know. Go to, the, the, go to the Dragon Lady Wikipedia article, and it will become clear to you. I went before, but that's really rubbing me the wrong way now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. It's really wrong and bad, and I'm against it. We should oh, yeah. stop here. No. <laughs> Cancel this podcast. Let's We're cut it off. Deep. In too deep. Um. So yeah, Dragon Lady, uh, Camille. All very, very funny stuff. Well, and and Willie is carrying around uh, Socrates' book at one point. <laughs> really? I didn't know yeah. that. It was probably just a, like a prop. He's like, I'm going to do some uh, some method acting here. <laughs> yeah, I've got a hunch that, that the inside of that book is hollowed out, and there's, you know, like a bottle of Jack in there. Yeah, and a, and a gun. And, a, and some photos of, like, homeless men bumming each other. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Nothing yeah. wrong with that, though. No, not at all. Uh, except for the clear, like, exploitative uh, connotations involved. But uh, yeah. But, uh, um, so Alf um, betrays the family in a very like deep way, like a really sick, twisted move. He um, well, uh, gives we the dog the away. Girl. Oh, the girl, I forgot though. the girl. Yeah, the girl yeah, comes yep. from. Well, girl named Hannah. back up further, the dog took his bed. Whatever Elf does is fully justified. No, actually, um, you're right. So the the dog steals Elf's bed. That's that was the last straw. And yeah. the girl and comes. The doggy, the dog makes funny noise. Elf, Elf gives is... the dog away before the girl enters, though. Right. Yes. So that's the he, betrayal. Because he admits to the dog, "I'm the one that's supposed to to destroy everything, yeah. not you." Um, interestingly, before Alf gives the dog away, the, um, the Tanners actually show some contrition towards him and build, bake him like a, uh, <laughs> bake him a, some kind of a, breakfast, a special breakfast. Jello. Uh, and gelatin. Yeah. It sounds like something from Alf. Alf is hoping for Cat's Benedict. Yeah. <laughs> that that one got me. I gotta admit, yeah. that's the one thing that popped me a little bit on this episode. Yeah, yeah. I Is that made from cat off. eggs? Hmm. <laughs> it, it takes a long time to harvest enough uh, <laughs> pure cat roe from the ovaries of thousands. Yeah. Of thousands cat of VR, cats. I think, is what you're saying. Yeah, cat VR. <laughs> yeah, cat VR. <laughs> that's good. Well, with a little. Uh, good joke. That's a highlight. Uh, you gotta quote that cheese. when you post this on Twitter. Yeah. What's the. Uh... Let's Hashtag cat VR. I'm drawing trending. Cat VR here. We're at the 35 minute mark. Just remind me, um, Byron. Remind me to do this later. Okay. So his breakfast is what? It's um, spaghetti, jello. Um, it sounds like a dinner from Elf that Buddy the Elf would eat. Yeah, yeah. Like the Elf from the Elf podcast. Yeah, that holiday Elf cast. Yeah, I listened to that. That was great. Wait, Thank did you. you? I couldn't find it. Yeah, I heard it have to it's actually a premium subscription so you, you have to actually become a platinum uh elf 
supporter on Patreon. I got it on the Pirate Bay. Now, hold Sorry. on. <laughs> Sorry. I got I you know, I saw a link of it on Mega Upload, but I, I didn't get it. Well, we can talk about piracy later, friends. Yeah. Yeah, when when you get arrested. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they can't touch me. That we're going to have. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 no, they they're not going to get me. So yeah, it was uh I think it was French toast, jello and spaghetti. And then here comes Nicole Dubuck, Dubuck, who plays Hannah, the true owner of the dog. This is after Alf reveals to Kate and Willie that uh, he has given the dog away to Ethel Buttonwood. So interesting um, facts about Nicole Dubuck. She's done some voice work, and she does a lot of writing for cartoons. Uh, hmm. Notably, most recently, uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Any bronies here? Vivian? <laughs> no, I'm not. Casey? Um, this this is not the the right platform to talk about that. Cody, <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry, I, I'm going to disappoint you here. I'm okay. not a brony. Uh, I tried, but I just couldn't make it work. <laughs> the valiant valiant effort. Um, if you were a brony, which would your favorite pony be? Is there one with like a Harley, Harley Davidson logo on its ass? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's a uh, uh, hot hog. Hot hog. <laughs> I've heard of that one. The, the famous like, My Little Pony hot hog. Ha, yeah. It's like Roadhog from Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Except for like yeah. a motorcycle. Whatever that is. Uh, Cody, do you have a... Uh, oh, sorry. Casey. It happened. Yeah. What's Casey, what's the question? Do you have a favorite pony before you move on from this? Oh, my my favorite one? Yeah. It's it's the it's the recursive one where it's it's a picture of a My Little Pony on, you know, on, on its butt. And then that pony has a pony on it, and so on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I forget that pony's name. It's, I think it's um. Pony. M- Mobius. Strip. Strip. Yeah. Mobius strippy. We need a better pun for this, but it's not coming. So, uh, Vivian, do you want to chime in with your favorite pony before we move on? Uh, my favorite one is the one that hates everyone. Okay, and mine is Applejack. So moving on from that, um. We Wait, get... why is it Applejack though? Doesn't doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, let's just say the Jack is the emphasis. Oh, so you like changing people's tires? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I could definitely do that if called upon to do so. Yeah. Um, yeah making the world a better place. So we get Nicole Dubuck as played by Hannah. She has very tight braids. Um. <laughs> Any opinions about this hairstyle for a girl in the late eighties? Uh, I I mean I'm sure it was I think I saw it in some eighties, but I don't know. I mean, this is a good tangent. Quite a bit of hair. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good road to follow. We well, the, we the, learn the true name of the dog is Francesca, and yet they still call her Alfina. Well, they don't care about the little girl's feelings. That's why. no. They call her Alfina in front of the girl. They call her Alfina in private. They seem to start mixing it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, confusing to me as the viewer. I actually think that's a nice touch of realism because I feel like once you name something, yeah, that name sticks. Relationship with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think on the writer's part, that's they did it. Care they were careless. They didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, do you, but I think this ties into them calling. You know, a, a named Melmachian, Gordon Chumway. They they referred to him as Alf since episode one. Yeah, right. I mean, this is the kind strange. of thing cults do. They give you a new name. Yeah, 
and they refuse yeah. to acknowledge the old one. Yeah, ALF. But the truth is that Alf seems to identify with it. Um, he does. And he I seems think... to be okay with... Not, he he hasn't lost Gordon Chumway. He actually introduces himself as Gordon Chumway to Kate as a funny joke in this very episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so he still has he still has that name, but he seems to have happily taken on. Maybe he even thinks it's like an Earth tradition, like you give your friends a new name. It's I, like I, I think that he doesn't like the name or something. I thought he said that in some episode. Why would you not like Gordon? I don't know. I just thought that he said something like that in an episode. It's a great name. So this is interesting from a philosophical standpoint that that Alf, you know, has willingly taken on, you know, the the name of you know being an alien life form. He wants to see himself as some other. Yeah. That's, that's interesting to me. I think, I think it's, it's like uh... coming over on Ellis Island, you know, and you you have to shed away your ethnicity and become this new, be an American. Yeah. Sort of like in um, in The Sopranos when um, the uh... I forget the guy's name, so I have to I have to bail out of this the second Sopranos <laughs> reference within the uh, the we seem to be watching uh, the Sopranos keep veering into HBO prestige drama territory here. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe <laughs> it's just you me. do. Yeah. No, we had a wire. The wire earlier. Yeah, the wire and Sopranos. Um, maybe does anyone have a good dead Deadwood reference? Pony. Yeah, the pony. You're right. Um, my, uh, my theory is that like, um, Alf is ha- like per, per, per Casey's observation that Alf seems to be embracing his otherness. I think it's a, a, out of a sense of, uh, superiority because if you listen, have you guys listened to the early episode of this podcast? We would talk ex- extensively about how Alf is probably actually, uh, incredible genius because his species mastered, uh, interstellar travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually looks down upon the humans as low life forms and his entire personality is essentially an act, um, to, to amuse himself. So, well, but I mean, my species went to the moon, but that, that doesn't make me smart. Yeah. But Alf was able to at least pilot a spaceship and the moon isn't very far away. And we did it in like a really janky way too. It was like, let's just like fill this metal case with oxygen and, and like people. strap a bunch of like what like molten dinosaurs to the bottom, right? Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. dinosaurs. And that just like sense. do a bunch of math and then bada bing, you're on the moon. <laughs> you just put down all the math. Yeah, it's that simple. And you kids at home can do it too. Hey, I saw the movie Hidden Figures starring Kevin Costner as the most important character in that movie. So you, nobody else saw this hidden figures, did you? Sorry, God, bunch of fucking sexists and racists, all of you. Uh, okay, whatever you say. It's about it's about empowered women of color doing arithmetic to get to the moon. Sounds like a bunch of dragon ladies to me. Whoa. Oh, oh, spicy, spicy bowl. <laughs> Man, what kind of podcast is this? Should we add a, a laugh track to this podcast? Uh, you know, well, it has to be a laugh track that's really old. A laugh track of dead people. Oh, that's the only kind there is, baby. That's the only kind. Can't use a recent one. Gotta use an old one. Go okay. through, like, old, qual- like, really low quality VHS rips of, like... Let's make a deal. Reruns yeah. of, yeah, and just get 
get the get the <laughs> yeah. laugh track and like make sure all of them are dead. There's always like one like lady that keeps laughing a little bit longer, like yeah, just, or a guy. So, it's just so fucking funny. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah, Ralph, yeah. Ralph Cramden, what what are you doing, you funny man? Very funny. Cramden. Yeah, I've heard his name. So Willie um, goes to Ethel Buttonwood's house to try to rescue Althina slash Francesca, and. Um, Buttonwood Ethel demands five hundred dollars, which uh, seems to be the, uh, Willie gets hit up for money an awful lot in this episode. It, yeah, it's kind of a yeah recurring theme for Willie. Just getting shook down. All the uh, time. He must be he must be loaded with cash or something. I don't know. Yeah, oh, I like, feel like uh, Anne gets some like great lines in this scene. Uh, she yeah. tells him to shut the door because he's letting the flies out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she yeah. says, oh, "I'd like to be Christy Brinkley too." <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, I remember the, the Christy, Christy Brinkley line. It's pretty slurred. It's pretty like abracadabra. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't understand it, but also I had my episode on in fast motion. So yeah, I, what was the context for that? Yeah, I, Willie just says, "Well, you know, I want the dog back" or something like that. Oh know? right. And it's sort of one of those like tough moments. My mind, I want get back. I mean, to be fair, who wouldn't want to be Christy Brinkley? Yeah. Okay. So, um, any other fun jokes at the Buttonwood Estate? Uh, well, the boyfriend is gonna come home, and uh, I thought it was funny. He's like, "I am another man," and she goes, "What if I was?" <laughs> and I thought that was funny, and that he had to go out the window. Yeah. Yeah, I think I she can says see him clearly standing, but he pretends to fall. I think she says he can't go out the back door because it's boarded shut because her boyfriend threw the mailman. Threw a mailman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was funny too. Yeah. That's, that's good. You got this yeah. saucy old broad and she's throwing people out of her back door. It's funny. Yeah, yeah low class the people. Boy, the boyfriend threw somebody out the, out the, out the door. But I mean, she, he ended up uh, doing it because, clear, I mean, the, implicitly she did have sex with the mailman, I assume. Probably. Maybe not. Well, why, I think why was probably he in did. the house? Uh, I don't know about you guys. Bringing, I don't let the mailman in. in. I don't let the mailman in. Maybe, the house. maybe people let the mailman in in her day or something. Like, like in porn, maybe. Well, maybe she was filming stuff. A stag film. <laughs> That's what they called him in the day. Stag films. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. So, um, doesn't go well. Willie has to flee out the window. Um, it's quite a drop. Apparently, how far do you think he fell? Probably like two inches, because you see him standing. <laughs> I mean, it's a set, so uh, yeah. five feet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, gee, what happens after that? So, oh, we got a scene with Brian. He's like really butthurt about the uh, oh yeah the situation, like, even though he's I not going to get to keep the dog anyway. So he's just like... Yeah, I don't understand. He's being a whiny brat. Yeah. Bring back yeah. Jake. Yeah, where's Jake in all of this? Yeah, he... Yo, I had a dog in New York City. He was a pit bull. Yeah. See? It writes itself. But he got... But they got to put him down when he attacked the police officer. <laughs> I had to tr- strap a car battery to his balls like Michael Vick. Is that funny? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, really? very dragon lady about it. 
really funny callback. Everybody's la- rolling on the floor laughing their asses off about the animal Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we just wrote an episode of Elf. Let's, uh, let's, let's go to Hollywood. Yeah. The, the Elf, I hate Elf. I hate the show. Um, but? But it's a waste of time to watch <laughs> and also to talk about. Okay. Well, okay, so I hate Elf, too. I mean, I just want to, you know, I'm saying that in the same way. I'd say I'm not racist. Yeah. But, um, so some something that, like, I am jealous of is that around this time in the episode, we get a scene at, um, you know, at Ethel Buttonwood's apartment where it's just it's just her and the dog for, like, almost a minute. Like, perfect mm-hmm. strangers would never do that. Yeah. They would never spend a whole minute without Balky on screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sort of like how if you know poochie's not on the screen everybody's yeah. be asking where's poochie what's yeah, poochie, poochie doing yeah. that's all about that's all alf is about yeah. Poo- in fact i would say that perhaps this episode even passes the bechdel test let's see you do have two females on screen at the same time yeah the dog and the dragon lady but do they both have to be talking about something the dog oh. isn't talking the dog is yeah, i, I a, think it's uh, got to be a two-way exchange to qualify the You're dog's right. using its eyes to, con- to to communicate. Okay, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Let's move on from that. This one doesn't um, make the cut. So, Alf, you're right. We have a, an interesting scene where uh, with um, Anne, uh, what's her name? Alone Ramsey. with the dog. Alone with and, the dog. And um, she keeps saying, get out, get out of the way, mutt. Get out of the way, mutt. Yeah. I remember actually watching this when I was a child and thinking, like, she was really, really mean to the dog, but she actually wasn't that mean to him. Like she let him sit on the <laughs> no, couch. It's, it's not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> just, tells the dog not to eat her food, right? Yeah, like yeah, I don't I, eat my TV dinner. Yeah, it's like I finally get a home cooked meal. And... Yeah, oh yeah, she didn't she have a funny joke about needing a doorman because people kept coming over. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good. She's really funny. She yeah. is. It turns out that when, you know, Alf isn't delivering the jokes, they're funny. Yeah, yeah. it's true. But Alf always got all the lines. At the at like the end of the week the script would be changed and Alf would get all the good lines. Wait, Alf gets the good lines? Yeah. <laughs> well yeah, yeah. Name one good line that Alf okay, ever gets. I will. I ate a pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love it. So Alf he ate, comes... he ate a pumpkin. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. So Alf, Alf comes over uh, dressed as, uh, I think, Jacqueline Onassis. Yeah, he's dressed yeah. weirdly. Yeah, just yeah, like, like a like housewife. A California, like, a, like an old, washed-up uh, movie star who's trying yeah. to hide her identity, but also is trying to draw attention to herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's in, incognito. Um, I, we kind of yada yada that, even though it's like sort of like, how did he get around without being noticed? Well, they, they never um, pay attention to that. It's just, yeah. like, normal. Well, but in some episodes, it's, like, a huge deal that he's out. And in some they other forget, episodes... They like... forget about their plot point. Yeah. The whole thing, I mean, that's the whole problem with this show is it's it seems to be driven by... You know, it's like the show has a subconscious, and it's driven by the whim of, like, stuff just happens. Yeah. There's no through line. There's no this causes this causes this. It's just, oh, that happened now, and oh, that happened now. That's It'd be a big deal. The, That's the, not the hallmark of the the broad multi-camera um, situation comedy format. I think. But but now I'm thinking like you know a clever way to get you know like uh, to get her back could be you know shouldn't he just advertise having found something else? Yeah. 
even more valuable. There could have been a clever way he got a got the dog back, but there there was no clever way. He went over, mm-hmm. he opened the door, and the dog left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I guess we got the distraction, which had nothing to do with Alf, where um, the boyfriend came over again, and apparently he's in some kind of therapy for uh, anger management group. Maybe a group. With, who? with, with Italians. Who? With Italians. <laughs> with Italians. Yeah. Right, yeah, with Italian men. With a bunch, bunch of Dago Wops. Yeah, and, uh, and it's it's like she's like you did that really for me. Yeah, a weird roundabout joke. <laughs> but I. <laughs> but okay, my my absolute favorite joke in the episode is in this scene where you know, for them to have sex too, and she oh, says, yeah. "Oh no, not the forty-five. You know, yeah. bring the LP." Like they're yeah. really gonna fuck for a like long time. Gonna... To be fair, I, I, I feel minutes. like um, once you get older, it does take a longer time to uh, to climax. Yeah, maybe. Just just picture it. I I don't want to. No, some things are better left to the imagination. Yeah. Um, I think Alf says that very line. So the couple um, performs the act of lovemaking coitus. By giggling. And, um, yeah. They have some nice beaded curtains that they abscond behind. It's interesting how they portray sex in um, media with lots of giggling and and uh, cheeky stuff like, like that. Lots of giggling. It's really that much giggling in most sexual acts. Up in, in a lot of TV shows like that aren't allowed to talk about sex, they giggle. Yeah. Yeah. I think the audience is kind of giggling along with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> giggling for, you know. Like, what's so funny? It's sex, I guess. I don't know. I, I think like... it's just, you know, the, the human form is just disgusting. And just the idea of lovemaking with such a disgusting form is you know, inherently yeah. funny. I mean, why would you not giggle yes. when having sex? Yeah, they, I mean, like the basically uh attraction is sort of like a a cousin of revulsion if we mm-hmm. if we're honest with yeah. ourselves um so alf rescues the dog he brings it back um he gets some pretty uh hearty kudos for for doing this even though he uh he was the one who caused the catastrophe yeah they, they don't care you know alf gets away with everything yeah star child Another uh, interesting note is that we get the a reappearance of the uh, girl Hannah. Um, so she demonstrates the some of these these stupid tricks again. And they all uh, clap. Yeah. And laugh. And, and I for, I forget like the exact uh, staging of where everybody was, but like after doing the tricks, um, somebody has to almost hold the dog back from going off stage to it's it's obviously looking at somebody like his trainer <laughs> yeah definitely, definitely it's hollywood trainer has yeah. a bunch yeah. of milk bones over there yeah it was a very it's, uh very well trained dog it, they uh, set up chairs to watch this dog do the wrong tricks but it, they already everybody had already seen it yeah they were i think they were just humoring the little girl to be honest encore performance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then um Brian's going to go hang out with Hannah and then Kate immediately starts shipping them. Yeah, well Kate wants to wants him to marry as soon as possible so yeah. he can get out of the house. She wants grandkids right now. It's a meat cute. 
I get so, it because of the meat earlier in the episode. I yeah. get it. Yeah. M- and V-A-T. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so, and then uh, uh, Willie scratches Alf like a dog, and the episode yeah. ends. So I guess that's it. Any uh, any closing thoughts, guys? Oh uh, well, you know, I, I'm I'm I give Am Ramsey props for doing what she was able to do, despite how sick she was. Around the time she filmed this, her cancer came back, um, and she gave it her all, and she was one of the good parts of the episode. Mm-hmm. Was it before the uh, episode? I I assume so. Yeah. Well, at this point, she already had part of her tongue and jaw removed. I know that. Right. Mm. Casey, do you have any uh, any closing uh, thoughts about this? Uh, oh, um, j- just this is uh, the first episode of Alf I've watched in a, in a couple of years, so mm-hmm. I was paying attention to the the credits, and I noticed that uh, Linda Fusco is, is it Fusco or Fusco? Uh, Fusco. Fusco. Linda Fusco is is billed as a technical supervisor, and I tried to look up what that means but i couldn't find it exactly so has this been discussed before no i didn't know she was ever working on it i would imagine that she's sort of like um linda mccartney standing off to the side playing the tambourine okay and then, like collecting a paycheck like she probably yeah, like helps, on like brush the puppet <laughs> is that a euphemism um <laughs> No, I remember on, uh, you know, way back, like on er- the early Simpsons, that was kind of a joke that Homer was a technical supervisor. And I think the, the joke was that he didn't really do anything. That wasn't mm-hmm. a real job. Uh, um, I just wanted to tell you that I just looked up Linda Fusco on, on um, Facebook and I found her personal Facebook and uh, she posted a picture of a teddy bear and wrote, given to Alf by President Reagan, who can guess what year? <laughs> and then some one guy said 87, another person said, well, dot, 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 1986. <laughs> and, then, and then another guy said, Alf, in quotation marks, the teddy bear from President Reagan. And, and then another guy said, 1985. These were all three weeks ago, and she never told them what year what it was. What the fuck? <laughs> and Bitch. then on the 22nd of November, she just wrote, oh, no. David Cassidy died. Just, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's exactly how I would imagine her posting on Facebook. Yeah. And she also posted raw meat, just like the steak. Huh. She wow, knows. She she she, knows she follows doing. this cast. Any chance maybe I could get her on the show? Uh, that would be really good. I'd like to find out uh, as much about Max Wright as possible. Yeah. What year Alf received this teddy bear? I'd, I'd like to know. I mean, it had to be like when Reagan was president and it had to be when Alf was on the air. So I'm going to guess 1987 or 1988. I'm, I'm going to say it's a trick question because I, I'm guessing that Reagan kept giving him the bear and then stealing it back. Yeah. Yeah, or I, I bet kept, he did. kept giving him the same bear. He uh, filled it with jelly beans. He, had, uh, he filled it with jelly beans. Yeah. What year? What year was the Star Wars program? Because I wonder if Reagan met Alf. Oh, <laughs> I think that was 80, uh, 86. I think eighty six uh, is the same benefits. I may be thinking of Iran Contra. Get those mixed up all the time. Or maybe the the Discovery or the Challenger explosion. I'm just gonna put it into Google. When did Reagan give Alf a teddy bear? Do it. Do it. You'll find That's it. That's big news. Uh... No, nothing there. Sorry. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, Vivian, why don't you add her as a friend and see what okay. kind of traction you can get? Uh, Maybe well, can you be I, the I uh, liaison for the show? I can't. Be... Well, I have to send her a message because there's no option to add her on Facebook. What the fuck? Send her a message. I think I, I, think I, I, I think I found a picture of her and her and uh, a, a really young-looking guy kissing her. Hmm. I don't know if it's her because I don't know exactly what yeah. she looks like. Okay. Um, I found a photo of their wedding. Cody, any closing thoughts on this episode of Elf? You know, I'm I'm after this, I'm gonna go enjoy some spaghetti and Jello and French toast, and uh, just think about what I learned. That's good. I I'm gonna ask that. Linda F Fusco if she would be open for an interview. Yeah, that's great. Please. Yeah. Let's report content for this. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like a written thing that we could read the answers. Like it would be really difficult to get her probably to yeah. like figure out how to be on a podcast figure out a microphone and stuff probably yeah, like, a, like when a, she would say all the like good jokes before we could too yeah it would mm -hmm. be a hell It'd be a hell on earth trying to make that work we could get uh, text to speech to read her lines yeah like a robot voice <laughs> okay guys well i think we did it i think we nailed this hit it out of the park uh, another one in the in the books um, yeah you're welcome don't forget yeah. to uh check out um uh casey what is the uh, address of your um website perfectstrangersreviewed.wordpress.com perfectstrangersreviewed.wordpress.com yeah we just hit our 100th episode wow how many episodes total are there of uh 150 whoa it's a home stretch yeah, yeah you're final. hitting the you're hitting final third yeah wow. um cody any uh any plugs you want to give have a new show on the uh, vice network uh where i will be undergoing anger management with a bunch of dragon ladies and italian men i hope yes all right dragon lady it's 7 p.m eastern it's the uh battle of the the stereotypes battle of the, the network stereotypes yeah it's gonna be a good show yeah and um uh vivian you're at um DrAirlines.com. Doctor uh, uh, Airlines. Uh, Bandcamp. Uh, well, it's, it's DeirdreAirlines.bandcamp.org.com. Uh, then I have my YouTube account, Tom Servo Three Alt. Uh, and then I got other stuff. But the, that's um, all I'll give out. Uh, what's the guy that does Tom Servo's voice? Um, Ke Kevin Murphy. He yeah, Kevin Murphy. He yeah, he uh, he he plugged my uh, um, shitty lasagna. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a that was a huge honor. That was pretty cool. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for uh, for joining, and folks at home, thanks for tuning in, and um, we'll check Thank you, you out uh, next time. The next See you on the other episode side. is uh, hit me with your best shot. Uh, we'll see you in 2018. Yep, and yeah, this is the, la the good night, John Boy podcast of 2017 so happy yeah, new year last one. and um Woo! check out next time on office beck and pod four <laughs> right, see you guys